with Aaron Cowell. I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports. Right here on 98.1 FM, the sports animal. It's a dreary Wednesday. Be safe out there. There's starting to be some slick spots on the roads with the freezing drizzle or fog or whatever you want to call this. So be careful out there as you're driving around. Make sure you have plenty of time. For you, uh, for your trip, and uh, just uh, just be careful. Put on your lights, drive safe, and get ready for the cold tomorrow. This isn't even the bad day of the week, I don't think. <laughs> That's what's crazy, uh, but uh, just be safe out there until it warms up enough for this stuff to melt off a little bit, and then get ready for the Siberian blast of cold. Coming up overnight into tomorrow. By the by, the time we get in here in the morning, wind chills way below freezing. It's going to be a cold, cold, cold day uh, tomorrow. Even into I think that wind chill advisory is all the way through noon on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, it's going to be the next gosh 72, maybe even longer than that. 96 hours going to be awful until it gets to next week and then maybe starts to warm up a little bit at the first of the week. So. Uh, that's your weather forecast brought to you by me. It's pretty good. Not bad. Good job. You know, I've watched enough of Gary England through the years that kind of, I know just enough to be dangerous, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up on the show today, what do you want under your sport sporting Christmas tree for 2023? I've got a few things written down, and Jared does too. I uh, will talk NFL. Who's the MVP? With three games to go. I've got a name that's outside the box that I don't think people would think of. Um, with three games left, there's some teams that are outside looking into the playoff chase right now. I want you to tell me one of those, which one of those teams, or maybe more, that are going to make it into the playoff bracket that aren't currently there. And then what's your top five in the NFL this week? It is National Signing Day, the first of two here coming up over the next couple of months. Um some good news so far for both state schools. Uh, what are the storylines to look for, not only in-state, nationally, throughout the day here on National Signing Day? So that's what I've got on my mind. You feel free to chime in if you've got something different. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things, whatever else might be on your mind. Feel free to chime in at 225-9698 going to be outside the listening area there's a couple ways to stay in touch with us log on to kadsam.com or download the app the paragon app has it all three radio stations penny news brand new edition of that penny news hit the website last night at midnight thepennynews.com our fearless gm is on the way or going to be on the way to get the penny news print edition today tough break having to drive around in this <laughs> going up there and back so uh, take your time 
Take your yeah, take your time. You don't need to get back to like six. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be fine. We're, we'll 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 make sure things run that's smoothly. Exactly here. right. Don't get in a hurry. <laughs> Slick out there. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, but the Penny News, pick up a free copy of that Penny News at your favorite local newsstands coming up. In some places tonight, for sure by tomorrow, but just about everybody will have it. Uh, and then, of course, Big Elk TV and Paragon TV on the Christmas break hiatus until that first week in January when the high school hoops gets back going in the Skinny on Sports podcast, KADSAM.com right now. Uh, there's some old ones on iTunes. Uh, we figured that out yet? Any idea? Working on it. Not? It's asking for a credit card, and I'm really reluctant oh, doing that. Yeah, that's probably not. Something crazy not, may have happened. Not a fan of doing that, but we'll yeah. figure it out. So, they anyhow. switched something up. Dang Apple. Always got to change things. Yeah, about the time everything is going smoothly, something changes. Right. Not the way it goes. But Tech. you can still just go to our website. It's real simple. Yep. It's Tate. always right there. You don't have to scroll and look for it. It's right oh. there, the very first thing that you see. It is the very first thing. K-A-D-S-A-M.com. How are you today, Jared? I'm well. How are you doing? Um, Found a couple of those slick spots coming in. Be yeah, careful out too. there. I got a freezing fog warning till 10. Did you mention that? Yeah. Sorry, I had to run out. I left. I got the wrong. I, I write everything on sticky pads. I grabbed the wrong one. For today's show, uh, yeah, on the especially when you're going across the, like the bridges and overpasses, you could already feel that slicking yeah. him up coming yeah. up, coming over this morning. Yep, yep. I didn't use the cruise control this morning. I took my time. No, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, you think today's bad? Yeah, tomorrow's going to be uh, incredibly dangerously cold. Like if you don't have to go anywhere, like my wife's off all week. And I said, whatever you need to get done, better do it today. You better do it today, because I don't want you or the girls leaving the house. And I made sure there's enough firewood up next to the house where they can, she can get. She have to walk across over to the barn to get it. And I said, you need to get whatever you need to get done. Get it done today, because tomorrow and Friday, I'd say we're staying inside. Staying do we have inside. a timeline for that cold front? Uh, I, that is a great question. I it's just know we're, we're supposed to wake up tomorrow to. Bitterly cold temperatures. Yeah, like so on the the National Weather Service forecast, it says tonight, but it doesn't necessarily have timing. No, mostly cloudy with a low of seven. Wind chills minus eleven. Um, north winds twenty five to thirty five, gusts as high as fifty. Then for Thursday, high of nine, wind chills down near minus twenty. Then Thursday night, similar, down to three. Friday, not quite as bad. Highs, in, at least in the double digits. Winds down closer to 20 to 25 gusts instead of 50, so it kind of cut it in half. I, it's it's going to be cold. I can I can tolerate cold. I, it's cold and wind that drive me crazy. Right? Just make it through the weekend because by the time we get to Monday, we're back in the 40s. Tuesday is already sunny, high of 52. Yeah. We'll but be, yeah, we just, at least it won't be like two weeks long like it was in February of twenty twenty one. You know, those those memories are vivid for me not only because of what it was going on weather wise, but also what was going on life wise. Um, and and the the weird thing about that was it, it was it was bitterly cold, right? Right. But also, you know, a lot of times around here when it's bitterly cold like that, you don't see snow. No, no. The no. difference was it was bitterly cold and snowing 
half a foot. Yeah. You know, I can remember being in Edmond uh, on the the morning of the 17th, and you couldn't even get into parking lots mm. trying to go find something to eat for breakfast that yeah. morning. Yeah. And one lonely IHOP, <laughs> and nobody could get there, so this one poor lady and one cook were running the entire show. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I felt so sorry for her. You know, most people, there was like three or four tables. Of course, our table had, I don't know, 10 or so. Yeah. Another table was like six or eight, and then there was like a, a twosome. You know, and, and the bigger tables were understanding like, yeah, we get it. You're the only person here, and there's one guy back there cooking all this. And, of course, the two people, it, they were just jerks. That's the only thing you can say. You can say way worse, but you can't on the radio. <laughs> but, you know, like in a hurry. I'm like, really? If you're in a hurry, don't come here. Yeah. As soon as you walk in, hey, hey the, the lights were pretty well off. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it was such a it was a mess. And that poor lady was running her tail off. And you could hear him like like, like hitting their coffee cup on the on the table, needing more coffee. I'm like jerks. Jerks. That's exactly what it was. I mean, inconsiderate is what that is. Just not think. Just only thinking of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I get it. Like I, I, uh, I'm a big guy about customer service. If you've been out to dinner with me, you probably get that sense. There's a couple places around that I just refuse to go to anymore because I know. Anyways, I get that, but I, I'm also, and thanks to my wife because she'll point that stuff out to me because there's only two people here, Jared. Yeah, I can Calm see. Calm down, Jared. There's only they only have two people here, and look how pl- packed this plate. I'm like, all right. It's like, where do you gotta go? It's Friday night, Jared. Calm down. I can see you being a little bit of a stickler. But I, but eat. but I but sh- when she puts that, I'm like, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah. stuff like that, you got to, You know, assess the situation. But see, you need to assess it before. I know. You get mad at somebody. I know. Did she tell you that? I'm better at it, but there are other times where I'm like, uh, I see two waitresses over there just talking and laughing, and they could be helping. They can't enjoy their life. They can't enjoy their job. Just a little. If they they don't want to work, then don't work. I mean, just, just a, leave. Just, just a, a, a one-second snapshot in their lives which changed your opinion <laughs> on two people forever. <laughs> All right, moving on. Not winning this battle. Uh, No, you're not going to. Well, there's not really a battle to be won. <laughs> Speaking of jerk, you're, you're either you're either you're either mean to the help or you're not. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 pretty easy. Hey, somebody wants you to go feed their cows tomorrow for Christmas. Uh, we got a guy here that does that. His name's Jimmy. He so you're do vo- that. you're volunteering, Jimmy? Yeah. As yeah. opposed to yourself. Yeah. How do you feed them? Just roll out a. I don't know. A, uh, it says I want someone to feed cows for me tomorrow for Christmas. Jared, are you volunteering? Oh, man, I would if I did. I've got to work. i got to work. got to come in. i got to do a show. I was secretly hoping, you know, about this time last week, Mike Morgan was yeah. on the prowl about how this was going to be a blizzard tomorrow. Oh, yeah? And I was secretly hoping for that. <laughs> like, I can't. I'm well, not driving in this. Well, I can't see across yeah, the road. Yeah. I guess it still could be, but it, it seems like that. Yeah, listen, we've gotten here and worse. That has moved. We've gotten here and left and worse. I mean, I've I remember one time it wasn't here. It was where uh, my previous job went to work. It's dry like this, and then the blizzard came. I forget what year it was. Was it around Christmas? 
had to have been about I, ten years ago. Yeah, or so. Maybe. Yeah, and I remember leaving, and the interstate was covered. The only way I knew I was on the road, I could see the delineators mm-hmm. on both sides, and I was like, "All right, just keep it between there." And I was following a semi because he was keeping the yeah. tracks. Uh, but exiting the interstate at Canute, I was I was saying a hell mary and, and praying, and I was because again, watch because you know how, yeah. how elk, you know there's little embankments on both sides, mm-hmm. and I was I'm just I hope I'm on the on road, the road. Yeah. and I'm just looking for the delineators and and just trying in my mind's eye. Okay, this is how you know using your muscle memory mm-hmm. of how you drive this every day. That was scary stuff. I yeah. got home shaken, and my wife was already home because they already let her out early, and she's like, you're all right? I'm like, that was the scariest drive of my life. Yeah, what it, that had to have been like 2011 or 2012. Something like, like, it was something like, like Christmas that. Eve yeah. one year, right around in there, decade ago we or were so. We in the house that we're in now, so it, yeah, I'm going through my, it, so it, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, because uh, my kid is nine, uh-huh. we've been, in the, so that means we've been in the house for eight years. So it was early on. Anyways, it was scary. That stuff's scary, man. Driving in snow is scary. Driving in blizzard conditions. No, thank you. Hey, Ben, but seriously, thank you to the farmers. I mean, guys that have to go out and feed those cows every day. Those guys who are, are going out and working those wrecks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't who, who have to be outside every day. I mean, think about this. It's the Christmas season. This is what's called peak season for UPS and mm-hmm. FedEx. Oh yeah, and and U.S. Mail. There come rain, snow, sleet, hail. They're gonna get out there. So man, thinking about those guys and uh, you know they got a job to do and they're gonna get it done. I mean we're complaining and we're in a nice warm studio, yeah. right? <laughs> those guys got to get out there every day. Anyways. Speaking of complaining, hmm. I think people will be complaining later on this afternoon if uh, Peyton Bowen does not flip his commitment from Notre <laughs> Dame <laughs> to Oklahoma. I got a text from a friend who uh, said Bowen signed with Notre Dame. And then it sends me a tweet. And it is some kid named Drake Bowen. I don't know who it was. Oh, real cool. <laughs> Just say, I, have, I, I have not seen any of this. I called him a, a bad word. <laughs> Drake Bowen. I don't even know what position this kid is. But he said Bowen signed with Notre Dame. Well, Drake Bowen it's did. A different, yeah. Not Peyton. I knew there was two Bowens in that class for Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, for Oklahoma at least, <clears throat> Oklahoma fans today, that's going to be the, the major – source of angst now that you have uh, Jackson Arnold signed sealed and delivered the quarterback um you know there was some there it, there was talk last night of a major flip at the quarterback spot and that has happened it's just not Jackson Arnold um it, it turns out that there we'll get to that but it's a, a quarterback that was long committed Austin Novosad to Baylor that now flipped his commitment to Oregon after Oregon lost Dante Moore to to UCLA earlier this week. But here, you know, Oregon. Uh, I think part of Moore's thing might have been uh, that Oregon got Bo Nix back. A lot of people didn't think that was going to happen. A lot of people thought Bo, N- Bo Nix was NFL bound, uh, but he is coming back for next year up there to Oregon. So that kind of 
flip that stuff around. Um, so far, so good for uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State as uh, both quarterbacks have been have signed. There was some talk that maybe Matt Rule could get in on Zane Flores, uh, a Nebraska kid. It's long time committed to OSU. Maybe Matt Rule here at the end after taking that job could um, possibly try to work on him and flipping him. That has not happened. So good news for Oklahoma State in that Zane Flores is uh, signed, sealed, and delivered to OSU. Jackson Arnold OU. So both quarterbacks. Uh, the you know the headliners of, of any class as a quarterback, and so far or for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State at least, there's nothing to worry about the rest of the day there, which is obviously a big sigh of relief. I never doubted it um, for either one, especially Jackson Arnold. He just seemed he was committed 100 percent, even as the the season went on for OU and, and um, uh, the peaks and valleys of that crazy season. And um, you know, because he was asked a couple times, eh, well, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about wavering? And he was 100% committed. I never felt like – I saw those rumors, too, of a possible big flip in a quarterback, and I not, I didn't worry once. And that's good for OSU. They, um, You know, as painful as it is to see Sanders get in the portal and leave, um, that has to uh, bring you a little hope if you're an OSU fan. They've been doing well, uh, especially in the portal. But um, – but that's a that's a big get for their class is to to uh, keep him and uh, keep him on and um, moving forward. So uh, good start. We'll see how the day ends though. Interesting. I don't recognize this name at all. Mm, who Marcus Strong? Yeah, it just came down. The I don't. Mind. That's a, that's somebody that has that. That's not a commit that signed. That's that's somebody new. Three star defensive tackle out of Florida. Low ranking because he was injured his junior and senior his junior year his senior year which he just completed said he dominated that's an opinion I'm getting but yeah but that's a new guy that's that's not somebody that's been committed to Oklahoma it's defensive to Oklahoma. heavy isn't it this class Way. for obvious reasons right I mean I was trying to think when is the last time outside of Arnold especially if if if, if Bowen does sign. The headline of this class, you know, but it, you say that though. But you've got Arnold, Caden Green, the the tackle from Missouri, was highly highly recruited. I mean, he he'll be he you want him to be a cornerstone of this class, and then yeah, Petway and uh, uh, the guy from the Brown from down there in Florida at the wideout spots. Running backs are guys. It, you know, it feels like at this point, uh, Demarco kind of finds guys, um, and that's something I want to talk about next week as far as. When we get in, kind of talking about the bowl game, excited to see with the with Marcus Major being hurt, with Gray not playing, I think you're going to see these young guys, maybe even Gavin Sawchuk, for the first time all year, uh, in a role to in that bowl game, along with obviously Javante Barnes that we saw all year. So uh, it's um, so far there haven't really for either school in state, everybody that you thought was going to sign did sign outside of this guy, this Marcus Strong guy. Um, who comes out of nowhere? I, I, I honestly have never heard that name until you know OU's tweeting out as soon as somebody signs. Well, I didn't recognize that one, so I was looking for times. Um, I know that uh, how do you say that Tassilia Kana, defensive end, um, that's still going to announce today. He's this afternoon. I think maybe three o'clock is the time for him. Uh, but I haven't seen a, a time for Peyton Bowen. Have you seen a time that he's uh, no. set to announce? No, I've, I the quick 
search that I did searches that I did before coming on, I I couldn't see anything um, regarding a time. I just went, but he is trending on Twitter. That's for that's for sure. Is he? Oh yeah, at least on mine. And um, um, you go and look at his personal page. It's it's he hasn't tweeted in a while. It looks like he's pushing a teammate to try to get signed somewhere. But um, really no indication yeah, directly the- from the source of uh, which way he's which way he's leaning. And if it's me on this guy, I would say it's a fifty-fifty coin flip. Maybe fifty-one percent Notre Dame, forty. You know, I just feel like yeah, it's still he it hasn't changes changed. every it, it changes yeah, every day. I does. mean, when last at the end of last week, it looked like an almost virtual certainty that he was coming and going to flip to OU, right? Without any doubt that that was going to happen. But as it's gone along over the weekend, he he didn't go to Oregon, so that was a good sign. Um. So, you know, that's a that's just one of those people are guessing. And like you said, though, he's gone pretty radio silent. And so that's uh, I don't. Coach Maynard just said, is it possible he can do what Canick did, and wait? Uh, I've already seen that. I think so. I mean that. That's I, think I don't think there's. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's not a time set up for right as far as like a lot of these announcements. And so I don't know that we're 100% getting an answer today. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, oh, I, absolutely. At least publicly. Um, so this may be drawn out a little bit um, with, with regards to Peyton Bowen. And you're asking, okay, who's Peyton Bowen? He's from Denton Geyer. Same um, place Jackson Arnold. Jackson Arnold's teammate. His right. girlfriend is going to Oklahoma. You know, there's, there's a lot of those – those normal signs that work out in OU's favor. Think Billy Bowman a few years ago, mm-hmm. who was kind of up in the air, and, and his girlfriend Jada Coleman. I'm sure the softball fans know exactly who that is, yeah. right? Um, and that's kind of one of the one of the ways that got him him to OU was was girlfriend. The so pro- thank you, Patty Gasser. <laughs> yeah, well, to Jada Coleman, I guess. Yeah. the The problem here is the the girls seem to be split in his life because what i've read obviously the girlfriend's coming to OU, but it seems like mom kind of wants him to go to Notre dame i think that they got they really formed a good relationship with uh with marcus freeman early on in the process and that mm-hmm. coaching staff and that's a big part of why this decision is weighing on him uh, to the point that it is um dakota what do you say yeah, that's uh, maybe uh, that's probably right. I guess if it's today, it maybe Notre Dame. If he waits, it's good news for Oklahoma. That's true. I tell you what, if anything, Notre Dame fans are pressing. The, they've pressed the panic button a long time ago. Well, I can tell you this <laughs> from from the grief, that and that alone's just fun watching. Well, from the grief that they've taken from the OU fans, especially middle of the week to the end of the week last week, if they actually went out on this recruitment. There's going to be a whole bunch of flaming going on oh, sure. <laughs> on the internet yeah. back uh, from the Notre Dame side. So those, you know, those, I think those two are really the. Uh, do you give? I don't get. I don't give Oklahoma almost zero chance of flipping Hicks. No, uh, it sounds like A&M. it's. It, there was. I think there was a chance, but I bet you not more. Now more I, money was found. <laughs> I did see that he's not signing until like Friday. Really. So maybe that – I don't know if that opens up the door for more money to flow in, ah, if that's the idea. Don't know. Do not know. 
Um, I did find it interesting that OU announced of a, a major donation from a fan, like a million dollar donation. And I always wonder where that exactly is going to go into facilities and operations, salaries or NIL. I don't know. Yeah. So that came a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Is that a sign like, hey, guess what we're using this for? I don't know. Conspiracy theory. That's all it is. But well, that's obviously I don't what they're trying to say. Is no it? matter if they're using it for it or not. That's yeah. the whole point of that. Sure. Hey, look here, kids. We just got an extra million. Yeah. 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 Um, but I know. I don't think. I think there was a chance. It, it felt like there was a chance a few weeks ago for David Hicks, but now I, the it seems he's more or less a lock for A and M. It's weird that he wouldn't sign today, though. Yeah, I, that kid's been weird in his whole process it felt like it was 100% lock OU and then on when he announced he he gigged him and put on uh, an A&M hat and and what was funny and people didn't point point it out until I didn't notice it till later mom didn't look too happy about the decision and I make it makes me wonder you mentioned mothers and parents and family and could you know could uh that be a way to lure him back to flip him and maybe there that was what was going on, and um, and now uh, they've found a way, they being A and M, to find some more money. I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's I mean you can't back before NIL you can really get a pulse on this because you could really you really understood how the recruiting went. Now you don't. I mean there's a lot going on behind the scenes with the with the money. And what's the old saying? Follow the money. Well, and follow the money, and you get your answer. Here the. You can kind of tell the, you know the the ones that are using money as more of an incentive versus not, and it's because they they come in at the very end. A and M, Oregon, Colorado, I'm sure is trying to do a little bit of this as well, but there's no sense in making your offer, your NIL offer, to give the time, especially if you're trying to flip somebody from one school to yours. You need you want to wait, keep the lines of communication open, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll tell you what the package is just coming up here in a little bit. But you don't want to give the school where the the players committed a chance to rework their deal and find some extra dollars. Mm-hmm. So that this is it's almost yeah, I, I'm with you. A lot of times before you, there, these, it it was kind of shocking to see flips anyway on the last day. Now, there's a bunch of uncommitted guys that you weren't sure where it was going to go or you thought you knew, and, and maybe some of them kind of came out of left field with who they picked. But as far as guys that were – I mean, Austin Novosad, he's been committed to Baylor forever. Forever. And right here at the end, Oregon is able to flip him after they lose uh, Dante Moore that they had had committed for a while as well. So, you know, a lot of that uh, goes back and forth and back and forth. A question about P.J. Adebowale, is that how you say that? He's the the Russian. I have not seen him officially uh, signed yet. Uh, He's a St. Louis, Missouri guy. Um, And so that's another one I know, obviously, Sooner fans are waiting uh, patiently on uh, to make sure nothing crazy happens there. But it's going to be a fun day. It's always fun. I know that the the portal, a lot of people are – almost poo-pooing signing day because of the portal. You know what? You're not getting 25 guys in the portal. You're not getting 30 guys in the portal like what's going to be allowed today. High school recruiting is still the lifeblood of any program. And look around. 
the very best programs, you know what they're not having to do? Rely on the portal mm-hmm. because they get guys committed and recruited through the high school ranks that they are, are able to, whether it's, whether it's Georgia with having all the success, obviously Alabama, Clemson's that way as well. They're not using a whole bunch of portal uh, to to build their their roster. They're they're doing it through the old fashioned way, and that's recruiting high school kids and then fostering an environment that makes them want to stay. And that's I think has to be. I, I think depending on what your level is, for instance, you know Oklahoma's level as a blue blood in college football, they should be able to do that to do it that way. And then when you need somebody, when you need a running back like Alabama did, okay, yeah, let's go to the portal. We can find Jameer Gibbs. Boom, plug and play, or a corner for for some wild reason. Okay, let's that's what LSU. Let's go take their best guy in Eli Ricks. Okay, that works. But as far as having to get 10 or 15 guys in the portal every year, first off, it's not sustainable because you're not going to be able to do that. It, you're just it, That's not the way that, the, uh, that blue blood programs are going to use the portal or should use the portal. It, it's no different than JUCO. Yeah. In my mind, you know, when, when, you, when you have a huge need, sure, you, you can use the portal with somebody a little bit that, that's a little bit more ready for that, that next season. But you cannot, you absolutely cannot view the portal as your lifeline, as your bloodline, as a program, or it's not going to work. Look at Michigan State. I mentioned it yesterday. Mel Tucker used that portal to for 20-something guys. Where were they at this year? USC, uh, used, yeah. it. USC used it. Now, the difference is for, for USC, they've got the Heisman winner coming back at quarterback, and so he, he alone will keep them from falling off a cliff the way that Michigan State did. But I I understand, you know, and I know you're probably thinking the whole time, well, what is it? I mean, you said it yesterday. It's hard to get as excited as it used to be for a class because you don't know if anybody's going to be there next year. Right. But that's the that, that goes into being able to foster that environment that, that makes – and maybe even recruiting certain kids that that the last staff didn't but are more committed. You know what I mean? I, I just – I think that's going to be incumbent upon the coaches everywhere in college football with the way this is going to maybe look at the character even more than they have before to make sure you've got the right kid and the right type of kid in these high school recruiting classes that don't make the, that then won't make the portal so vital in a year where you lose a whole bunch of people. Right. Latest on OU, um, jo- Josiah Wagner at cornerback. Yeah, like Seattle area. A four-star cornerback. So another defensive defensive guy. So, I mean, class, I mean, yeah. I mean, and I wonder, too, is should there be an approach for, for coaches? Get as much as you can now. Throw it on the wall, see what sticks. Well, in, in this year, this this certain class, this this particular class, you're, you're allowed to do something that, that – you're not going to be able to do next year, and that is go over the 25. You, you can do whatever you can to get back to 85 scholarships with COVID and all that mm-hmm. that's happened. And so you may see some of these classes that are upwards of 30 to be able to get back to that 85 scholarship limit this year. Then after this year, it's going back to 25 a year that, that's been set. Right. So we'll, we'll keep following it. If anything happens while we're on the air, we'll tell you about it. Alabama, Georgia, the only two that could be number one, it looks like. 
at the end of the day. Yeah, I think the real question is where was OU finished because there's question that could be in the top five by the end of the day. That'd be a pretty good recruiting class, all things considering what was going on this time a year ago. Yeah, best one in years. Yep. Hanging out here on a dreary Wednesday. Question on the text line, who's your favorite signee for OU and OSU? I think OSU, it's got to be Flores, right? Quarterback with Spence, with Sanders in the portal. Yeah. Uh, we saw a little bit of Rangel last year. You know, I, I think get ready for at some point whether or not it be in the, in the the spring the fall or maybe even next spring there's going to be a huge quarterback battle yeah with Rangel and now and now St. Flores so yeah. on the OU side it's got to be Arnold right that's the obvious answer that's the obvious answer cuz can he come in and have an immediate impact or or you know, you talked about quarterback battle. He might I mean, be the long-term. That... He he might be the long-term answer. And if you're wanting a short-term, it's got to be somebody different. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if – you know, are, are we, is the question who's going to have an immediate impact and we're excited to see it? Or is it who can – Or perhaps the most impactful. So maybe both. Who's your favorite Who's your favorite in the class, period? Who do you think will have the, the most immediate impact? I'm looking forward to seeing um, – a couple guys like Caleb Hicks. Uh, you talk about running back. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, something about him stands out to me. And and the late signee, uh, or the late commit, he has signed uh, Day McCullough, the safety that was committed to Cincinnati, and and flipped to OU. Thanks in large part to his brother. That's the dude. Porter. Yeah. Does, does he does count? That count? Does he, that count? Yeah. If he counts, if well, Dayson McCullough, if he counts, that's the answer. Well, that's kind of where I wanted to go. Yeah, but um, if he counts as a portal guy and not just a high school guy, the answer is him. There's a lot of defensive guys. I'm just anxious to see. Okay, now we're seeing these venable guys, right? It's and funny. I'm trying to pinpoint it down to which guy am I looking forward to on the defensive side to have that impact to well, have that to what what we want to see as OU fans. And you got to think about what where could the where could the impact come from because of what's coming back yeah you know uh everybody I, I know everybody is just like chomping at the bit to see jaron canick out on the field yeah and it looks like linebacker will be a spot where somebody could maybe step in but at the same time you've got uh kip lewis that, that redshirted kobe mckenzie that, that also redshirted right when you did see at least lewis for instance when you saw him get in a game, one of his four, it felt like he flashed, but maybe wasn't they didn't trust him consistently enough to to know the assignments. I don't know. He sure looked like he was making plays that that uh, what's his name can't make, Aguebu. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just yeah. athletically, so I think that's the that's got to be what what at least kind of powers through the offseason is is the hope that okay there's no chance venables in your mind if you're a sooner fan and you're trying to find the glass half full you got to be thinking there's no chance the defense could be that bad under him again so get the lincoln grinch guys out get the venables todd bates guys in and let's see what they can do right whether or not that happens or not that way who knows? But th that's got to be at least the kind of the spark. And then, uh, you know, as much as people want to bag on Dylan Gabriel, 
the dude is very, very – he's a very good college quarterback. Yeah, okay? numbers don't lie. Their numbers were really good this year. Yeah, and so, you know, is he Kyler? Is he Baker? No. Is he better than just about every other quarterback in this conference? Yes. So, just, you know, see what there can be around him. Um, you know, yesterday, Jared, as soon as we mentioned the stocking stuffer, the Route 66 big deal stocking stuffer, you know what happened? It sold out, it's I think. It sold out. Yeah. So way to go, audience. So we got to take credit for that? We're taking yeah. credit for it. Okay. Yeah, our obvious long-term. I agree, Arnold. Lewis Carter is the one. Oh, there you go. He just said it. Lewis Car- I can't wait to see him. <laughs> you know, I, I, for some reason, I like Florida guys, Florida high school guys. Yeah. And it, I think part of it is because they don't seem as – like the Texas guys – a lot of times, it feels like they're at their ceiling or closer to their ceiling as they're coming out of high school than maybe some of the Florida guys are more raw, more athletic type guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and the football isn't as refined maybe in Florida as it is in Texas, especially when you talk about like skill guys from from the from linebacker back. Or you know, just off the lines, it feels like a lot of times those Florida guys kind of grow. You see them grow into what they're going to be more than some of the Texas guys are already there. Does that make sense? Yeah. You think part of that, uh, you know, OU even before Venables had a little bit of a pipeline to Florida, but I, did Venables recruit Florida hard? And while he was at Clemson, I'm sure he did. I think that might have even been his area. There you go. And, and, and as much as people hate Ted Roof, that's another person that has connections in the state of Florida with the high school coaches that obviously is paying dividends. All right. Today's Route yes. 66 stocking stuffer, food again. You can't go wrong with food. Food again. Today, $25 gift certificate to Jack, uh, Screamin' Jack's Barbecue. $25 gift certificate for 15 bucks. It's 40% off. Right? That's a good deal. 10 out of 25. I think that's 40%. $25 gift certificate to Screamin' Jack's Barbecue and Sayre. You can grab them for $15. Perfect stocking stuffer for the weekend. Pizza over there is delicious. I'm telling you, it's very good. Uh, matter of fact, the wings are good. Had an assortment of things from Screaming Jacks, and they've everything has been good. So KECO.com, KECOFM.com, the website. Get your Screaming Jacks barbecue $25 gift certificate for only $15 right now. Today's Route 66 big deal stocking stuffer. Who's the MVP in the NFL, Jared? I will, you know, I've been on, on Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, the way that season started or this season has started – and the way the others have played, uh, you know, Allen and and Mahomes, but Hertz has been consistent enough for to be my MVP. And I think his stock will only rise this weekend if that offense is absolute garbage without him. That's against good point. Dallas. Yeah, if Minshew can't get it done. Because if they people are gonna go go, look, he's the dude that's been the valuable player, the most valuable player for this team. He's hurt. He's out. Minshew couldn't get the offense up and down the field. So I, I think that just uh, elevates my case for Jalen Hurts. If he is really the MVP of the league, though, wouldn't you think the coaching staff, his own coaching staff, would try to figure out a way not to run him seventeen times? Yeah, I know. 
against the Bears? It's not sustainable, clearly. I mean, I've, I've never been a fan of it, looking at Josh Allen and look at well, look a non-contact at- injury with uh, Kyler Murray. And uh, I'm, not as, I'm not a fan of running your quarterback like that, but – you know, you tell Jalen Hurts, "I'm not going to run you." He's going, like, oh, "I'm going to, I'll tuck it and run if it's not there." And you know, it Hurts or uh, quarterbacks have that instinct, and Hurts has had that instinct of doing that. But I, I see what you're saying. Well, well it also makes him what you don't want to hurt. It him. makes I, him him though, yeah, yeah. without the legs. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways, I'm going to go off the off the wall just a little bit. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question: If somebody sets an all-time season single season, start over. If somebody sets an all-time single-season record on the offensive side of the football, shouldn't that person be in contention, if not the MVP? Yeah. Yeah. What if he's doing it with a quarterback that is not considered elite? Okay. I submit to you Justin Jefferson. Okay. He is on pace to break Megatron's single-season receiving yards record. If he can have two big games, he can actually do it in the same amount of games that Megatron did. Justin Jefferson, 1,623 receiving yards so far. Megatron's record is 1,964. So through 13 games, he's averaging well over you know that what he needs as far as per game average. And he, like I said, he's also doing it with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback, who no one is claiming Kirk Cousins to be in an MVP race. Right. Nobody trusts Kirk Cousins coming up in the playoffs. So that, to me, bolsters Justin Jefferson's case even more to be considered to be the MVP. And he has just the ridiculous highlight reel catches. Think about the Buffalo one with one hand. Last week he was robbed of a touchdown as he ran over the guy from Detroit down the sidelines, or it may have been two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. He ran over the guy on the sideline. They ruled him out of bounds, and he never did. That cost him 40 yards. And a touchdown by calling him out. But anyway, I, I submit to you Justin Jefferson. Uh, that's a good one because I've always looked at the definition of as a as a most valuable player, and I kind of touched on it. You take a player off a team, what's that team look like? We'll, well find out with Philly. You take Justin Jefferson off Minnesota, uh, you probably have a few more losses on your on their record. I know you got one more. Yeah, against Buffalo yeah. without him. Yeah, it, I, I think if you're hurt, it's, it's an interesting conversation because. You want your team to win, but I don't think you want Minshew to carve up the Cowboys. No. Because then then the conversation is, well, just anybody could do it with those weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what Parsons was alluding to, right? Saying, man. He shouldn't have said it. wasn't the right time to say it. Sure, sure. But what he's saying, I get. I mean, Well, he's trying to make the case for himself, too. Yeah. That it's just not a quarterback. It's not a quarterback award always. Other people in this league can be just as valuable as quarterbacks. That's yeah. what he's trying to say. Yeah. He just said it at the wrong time. Yeah, he's a young kid. He's figured pretty, it out. Uh, somebody needs to strangle him before he says something like that again. <laughs> um, okay, of the teams that are not in the playoffs currently, who makes it in? I think, um, while well, starting the AFC, I think there are three that uh, you, you can talk about. New England, the Jets, and Jacksonville? Yes, but then you look at their records – or I'm sorry, their upcoming schedule with three more games. New England, they host Bengals and Dolphins, very losable. And they go to Bills, very losable. The Jets, they host the Jags and at Seahawks and at Fins. So what one and two. Jacksonville, 
Now, these are the winnable games, right? Jacksonville at New York Jets. I just mentioned that. At Texans, hosting Titans to wrap up the season. Give me Jacksonville in the AFC. In, in the NFC, two teams, Seattle and Detroit. Seattle, those in a tailspin, it feels like. Well, they lost their last three. Memory serves me right. They're at Kansas City. Ouch. Hosting the Jets, maybe. Hosting the Rams, maybe. But then but then uh, Detroit. Four out of five for Seattle. Lost four out of five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, they're just trending the wrong way. Detroit, though, they're at Carolina. Winnable. With the way Detroit's been, I mean, their stock's been going up. Hosting the Bears and wrapping the season up at the Packers. And Detroit's the clear answer here to me. If I, I didn't do one from the AFC, if I would, it would probably be the Jags or whoever wins that game between the Jets and the Jags this week. I know where you're going with Detroit. Detroit, they they hold the tiebreaker over both the Jet, the Giants, and the Commanders. Yeah, because they've beaten them. Right, and they are trending nicely, and they do have a favorable schedule down the stretch compared to uh, what everybody else has. So for sure, I, I think it's Detroit. You know, Green Bay is trying to slip their way back in there. Trying. But they, I, I, God, I they need too, so much to happen. Yeah, they got themselves too big of a hole that they can't get That's out right. of. That's right. I mean, they they might. I mean, they got to win all three, and then there's got to be a bunch of other stuff happen. Like Seattle has to lose maybe two out of the three. You've got to have there, – there's just so many things. And the very first thing is the Packers have to win all three, which they're at Miami this week. If they win that game – then maybe you can start to see a little glimpse of a a little a little glimmer of of hope a little glimmer of light for Green Bay. But I, I think you're right. I just think they got themselves into too too deep a hole before they started to come back. But for me, Detroit, just because of their situation with those tie breaks and also with the schedule that they have coming up, I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be the the, the Lions yeah. that, that have the best chance. And Jacksonville, I can tell you this, they need to beat the Jets. And if they do that, next week they've got Houston. Tennessee hosts Dallas. They will be the biggest Dallas Cowboy fans there is because if Dallas can beat them, uh, Tennessee plays Houston this week, Dallas next week, and then finishes at Jacksonville. they got to have just a little bit of help. But, man, if it comes down to Jags and Titans for the division – be hard to go against the Jaguars, right? With the, with the momentum that they will have had created, then we'll see if your momentum is a real thing or not. Yeah. When the Titans go in there, just crush them, and Derrick Henry has about four hundred yards rushing. All right. of a sudden, yeah. Mo, uh, Uncle Mo didn't get off the bus. Yeah. In Jacksonville, we had some madness in the uh, in the break. I thought what? Maybe we could tell about later. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Uh, good news, Sooner fans. No, not Peyton Bowen yet, but. P.J. Adebore has signed his letter of intent. So, P.J., a lot of people have him. That's one of the five-star defenders. First um, first five – you know who the last five-star defender was signed by Oklahoma? Who's that? Any guesses? Any guesses? Help me out. Caleb Kelly. Oh. 2016. I thought Buki was in some <clears throat> in some places. Hopefully that isn't a sign of things to come here for for PJ. 
What are we getting here? Bill's firing. I don't know. Text line blowing up. I don't know if it's a what was sent to us is a rumor or factual. I don't know. That's yeah. This he, computer, he, lit- he computer. sent uh, Bill sent the exact same thing you were looking at. It's it's just a way to make them uh, from Sports Illustrated five uh, blockbuster uh, NMLB uh, trades uh, involving all stars. Okay, we need to preface that before we send stuff like that, Bill. <laughs> uh, yeah, Otani to the Rangers, but it was that, just a way just to a make way it work. to make it happen. It's yeah. not happening. That's right. It's a way to make that trade work. No worries, Bill. No worries. We appreciate that. I mean, I mean that would make them contenders in the West easily if that make, happened. It, it would make you want to go watch them. Oh yeah, I mean, if you're just an av- or a or a novice fan, and for me, I want to go watch them every season. You know who starts down there this year? Have, are you familiar with the Rangers' schedule? Nah, I was looking for tickets, but I don't. Opening know. weekend is the Phillies. Oh, that'd be fun. They play. It's weird though. It's a three gamer that starts Thursday, skips Friday, and then plays Saturday Sunday. Maybe, from what I could gather, maybe. Um, Maybe for TV purposes, maybe Could they're be. maybe they're a afternoon on ESPN type thing, and ESPN said, "Hey, you want to be on?" Yeah, I don't know. No, I was looking at tickets. Now I just got to find the time. This summer, my summer, man. You look at it I'm like I'm doing this, this, this. Love to find. I love to find a weekend where I can leave like after work on a Friday, or or early Saturday morning. Go to a Saturday night game. Go to a Sunday afternoon game and then come home. You know, get a couple games. In. Look around the, <laughs> yeah, uh, April twenty fifth or twenty sixth ish. It's what I, if I were you is when I would look for something that like that. Why is that? I just would. Yankees are in town. Ah, not that I've looked, just that I know that that's there. All right. Um. Yeah, Franco Harris, Steelers legend. Sorry, possum. He passed away at the age of 72. Mm. Speaking of possum, let's take a look at the Western Oklahoma Realty Bowl Mania standings. It's a giant log jam at the top. 11. 11 way tie for first. Will. Will had the lead by himself after Eastern Michigan yesterday. He was the only one that picked Eastern Michigan that was tied for the lead. He, then he clearly t- uh, took uh, Liberty and the nightcap to fall back into a tie 11 of us of us will j max slade nightingale joins the the group up top we got tj curry curry mcclure still right there with his dad cool uh denny big west myself all tied for first then there's a big old tie for second possums in that one a game back you know possum was talking a bunch of trash the other night when curry was ahead of jay and now Curry and Jay and myself are all ahead of Possum. So maybe that teach you to just kind of keep your mouth shut. Yep. Oop. Oop. Yep. <laughs> all the trash talk. It wouldn't be as much fun, though, if you didn't talk trash. No, you have to. We, we also had a brand new entry into the contest yesterday. Good. Good. It's uh, Wyatt Beats Jay Mack. I'll let you figure out who that wow. is. Wow. <laughs> Pretty on the nose with that name. <laughs> so there's that. All right. What do you want to find underneath your sporting Christmas tree? Ah. We could, I'll go quick. I know we're out of time. I I want to. Uh, I would love to actually have a Big Twelve football schedule at some point. <laughs> I want to see what that's, that's going to look like. Year, you know, as though you going to Provo, as though you going going to go to Florida. Probably not. But just you know, I like to see that. Um, 
I'd love to have uh, for Christmas um, multiple teams from Western Oklahoma in these small school state tournaments. Multiple teams. It's always fun for us when there are multiple teams with local ties in the big house, whether it be all Thursday, Fridays, or all week, however they're going to do it. I'm, I, that's what I'd love to, to have. I'd love to see a baseball title right here in Oak City. Yeah. I skipped over that one. That's a good one. I'll be I'll be blunt. I I think this is the year that they really make a push for it. Um and speaking of titles, I'd love to see the big oak football team play for one. I think it's coming. I've got kind of a similar I didn't think about baseball, which is shocking. Uh my first one, how about Peyton Bowen? Well, yeah. I have a little early Christmas present with Peyton Bowen underneath the Sooner tree. I want to see great pairings at Augusta with the news we heard yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I want to see get creative. I want to see Rory and, and DJ or whoever. Rory and Cam. Tiger and Phil or what you know, whatever that is. I want I don't want it to be live golf guys in their own groups. I want to get this mixed up and be fun. To your point about the big house, I didn't I didn't go with the Western Oklahoma teams, but I want to see another championship Saturday like we got last year. Yeah, yeah. Three games coming down to the buzzer, and the uh, the only one that didn't was only like what the second or third unranked team to win a state title in the history of high school basketball in Oklahoma. That championship Saturday was fantastic. That uh, was fun. Now, now, on top of that, let's yeah, if with it's local the teams, teams. That's right. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need a giant tree for this next one. <laughs> I want Vic, I want Victor Wimbanyama. Well, yeah. I want to, I want the Thunder to open that present. So you want them to lose? <laughs> I want the Thunder to open. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're like in the tenth spot, and I just kind of yesterday I went to the Tankathon to kind of see who those guys are in that range to kind of watch. You know, for the college basketball season, I hit the sim lottery. Very first time, bam! Thunder, Victor Wimbanyama. <laughs> they moved up eight <laughs> spots. So that I thought that was a good sign. I love the baseball thing, and, and yeah, more playoff football. Yeah, more playoff football that we get to call. That's that's just it sets up the school year so much better when that happens, right? Yeah, it, it, it you know you can just feel the excitement, you can feel the energy that's created, uh, and I have no doubt that uh, with Coach Maynard and that staff and the guys coming back, that we're going to see more playoff football uh, from the brown and white coming up, yeah. and so uh, opening all those gifts would be, would be a lot of fun uh, for for us for sure. So, all right, yes or no, Jared. Is Peyton Bowen going to be a Sooner? My heart says yes, but my gut and my head says no. Logically, I don't think it happens. Why? He's been committed to Notre Dame this whole time. One thing in this world is undefeated, Jared. And it remains that way with Peyton Bowen being a Sooner. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way.